This week on Erotic Awakening, identifying your needs, wants, and desires. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. That was very authoritative. Was right it? now. Was it? Do it people was. feel like turning it off when I say that? Like, they feel guilty or something? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not either. It's probably not a great thing. And I keep trying to change up that beginning a little bit, but I've heard it that way so many times, it kind of gets locked into that rhythm. That's okay. That's okay. Earlier today, <laughs> somebody wrote us on FetLife and said, hey, have you done a podcast about needs, wants, and desires? And I said, uh, yeah, probably, but hell, we'll do it again. After three years? Good Lord. Almost four years? Sure we have. Oh, we couldn't find it. But we'll do it. So we'll talk today. We're going to talk about those needs, wants, and desires. And we have a question of the day about uh, whether uh, my religion and my MS mess each other up. Ooh, good question. Good Along question. with a bunch of other stuff. As a matter of fact, uh, where do you want to start today? Good Lord. We just, we're just we're all over the place. We have plenty. It's, it's, the funny thing is we don't have a ton of stuff to talk about from... What's written on the notes, right. but we've had a ton of stuff happening Yes, that will be noteworthy. Exactly, exactly. So do you want to just start with the question of the day? Why not? So the, the question of the day is, so let me ask you, Dan, um, being a Buddhist, so how does that affect your role as a master? How does that affect your power exchange, or does it? So we've talked about this in the past, but I'm going to make it somewhat, instead of in general, let me think of it from a personal perspective. For me, being, excuse me, being a Buddhist is, in essence, the key to it is listen to your heart. Buddhism is about right intention, right thought, right speech, right action. And when it talks about right, it's not an ethical, but it is a heartfelt. If I uh, get on FetLife and I'm all snarky, with somebody, then I understand that my intention is to hurt them, to cause them harm. And that is not right action for me. It's not right speech for me. So power exchange is about having another person who is in your control that you guide and lead to serve you. And in that service, they become a better human being, at least for me. Uh, you, through serving me, have become a better person. The same is true for Bat, the same true for Jem, etc. And when I say better human being, and this is where I used to have a conflict with Buddhism, it's not that they've become a more Dan-like human being, but more of a authentic human being. Because that's really, as a master, all I'm doing is I'm ripping apart any of the false shields that we create that's around society that says this is the way we're supposed to act, and reaching out there and pulling out that authentic self. And in that case, and I'm using the master-slave as a tool to get there. Buddhism, for me, between beyond being just practicing these values of the authentic self, it's about compassion, it's about generosity, and it's about not causing harm, and it's, not about, it's about not putting yourself 
in the forefront necessarily. Now, that feels like a conflict with a master-slave relationship, but it's not. Again, the authentic Dan is a helpful person who uses the power of dominance to, again, rip people apart, and after you clear off the muck, build them up. And that's completely in line with my Buddhist philosophy. Because, as a matter of fact, Buddhism helps me to stay in check because part of my philosophy in Buddhism requires me to be humble. It requires me to look in the mirror and recognize, you know, uh, from the Christian saying, there for the grace of God go I. Or another way to say that is, we are all one. We're just one big, you know, bag of meat walking around. No one's better or worse than anyone else. And that helps me keep my, my balance and perspective in a power exchange relationship. So I think that was kind of rambly and kind of weird and woo, but in general, that's how the two seem to work for me. Um, understanding, and I tell you, for, from a perspective of helping people to grow, uh, an understanding of the uh, dukkha, which gets translated into suffering, which confuses people, can be very helpful. And here's an exact specific uh, power exchange conversion from Buddhism to how power exchange works. When I punish a slave, say, let's say, either emotionally or physically punish a slave, part of that is the understanding of it only takes place in the present moment. There is no future. There is no past. There is no past. There is the now. I am, pres I am punishing you in the present moment. And as soon as that punishment's over, then we need to let it go and move on because now it's a new moment in time. And that's very much of a Buddhist concept. Nothing is stagnant. Nothing stays the same. Everything changes and moves. Nothing is permanent. And all that very much is reflected in the way that I do power exchange. So uh, there's my answer. Wow, that was a big old rambly couple of minutes. Wow, I like that. I like that you sat there with your eyes closed so you couldn't see my face, which meant you could get into your head. So nice. Thank you. And I'm sure that other Buddhists would say, well, that's bullshit. That's not what Buddhism is about. But the neat thing, again, Buddhism for me, hell, we could argue whether Buddhism's a religion or a philosophy. And in our sangha, many people do. Mm -hmm. I don't waste my time with that. If you go to some of these uh, temples... Damn, if it doesn't look like religion to me, you go, you read some of the works, go Stephen Botchler or uh, some of these other cats, it's absolutely a philosophy. Take what you want and leave the rest. That's what the best part about Buddhism. Not, it doesn't require you to believe in anything. You know, be happy is the whole goal for me. Yeah, I, I like that. And, uh, you know, it's actually worked very well for our, our dynamic in general. So because you do <laughs> smash things apart and it has kept you humble in moments that ego could get away with us and I watch how it benefits you and how it's helped us and if nothing else mindfulness yes learned mindfulness that was awesome speaking of mindfulness you will be teaching your mindfulness class this weekend coming up in Indianapolis I, I, think. I will so and actually we've got two classes that we're teaching but like you said for kiss on Sunday uh, which is only for lowercase letters. I'll be teaching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be teaching mindfulness of a slave. What am I doing while you're teaching Kiss? By the I way, I think you're supposed to be teaching something as well. You agreed. I don't think I'm teaching. You agreed to lead a big letter sort of thing. I just haven't heard any more about it. Yeah, so. I think we're gonna play poker or something. You think so? That'd be know. awesome. I don't know. I know we are staying with the uh, fabulous uh, Mr. T and, and Shan Wow. 
So, if I understand correctly, we're going to travel up there Saturday, mm-hmm. present for LAL. Right, and that's supposed to be breaking habitual patterns and sensual BDSM. Sensual BDSM. And you found the key. Don't give it away. Right okay, now. I won't you give found it away. the key of because, how we're going to connect those because together. Because with the way we teach breaking habitual patterns and with the way we teach sensual BDSM, you'd really think they wouldn't go together, but it did. It clicked for me. Yeah, I, yeah. There is a common denominator. So, and then on Sunday, you That's, know, like that was I, actually interesting how that came up. They uh, took a look at the list of the classes that we teach, and they said, well, we're stuck on these two. Can you do them both as one class? And they really don't seem to go together. (laughs) We shall see. But we said, challenge accepted. Exactly. We will make it work. (laughs) So, because we teach about our life. Uh You know, there's got to be a way to make it work, because we teach about our life. We make it work somehow. Yep. You know, we just teach about different pieces of it. So, And then uh, after that, we come home for a couple of days, and then mm-hmm. we begin the big eight-day road trip. Yeah. Including, so, uh, so here's where we're going to be, folks. If you are in these areas, uh, we will be in Chicago, Hopkins, Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, Chicago again. Chicago again. White Cloud, Michigan. Michigan. Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. Michigan. And, then, and then London, Ontario. Yes. Is the initial plan at the moment. Between 1127 and December 2nd, maybe? Something like that. December Something 2nd, like, no, December 2nd. 2nd is Tuesday. We'll be presenting for the Board of Education in Detroit. Right, right, right. So quite the World War, World Wind tour of world that war. section. <laughs> That's how the, you're looking at this drive. It's, it's going to be a bit of a drive, yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a drive. We drive a lot. It's, I mean, the first day, we'll do the five hours to Chicago and then the seven hours to Hopkins, Minnesota. And that is a challenge. We have not done that before. We have not done a driving trip that's been Eight days long. Di- yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. Kind of wish it was summer instead of winter. So, mm-hmm. because, you know, the scenery is going to be sticks. Hopefully there's some green. I like spruces and pine and stuff yeah. like that. Reminds me of home. So, that'll be kind of neat. And the little uh, Kia Soul is not known as a snow car, to no. my knowledge. We've, we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> but it's a good, it's a good ride. So. Interesting, when we go through the subscribers, we'll see that a lot of people who have subscribed have the opportunity to say, hey, that's where I live. Let's have a cup of coffee on your travels. Nice, nice. So we'll do the subscribers, but I also want to mention we're going to be seeing Crazy Heart. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah, yeah. so of, of People of Kink. Yep. So podcast. So that's why we're going to London, Ontario. A new subscribe. Ooh, you're correct. There are see? two people here that, that could put us up. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> We've already got our hotels. Yes. That's okay. Um, we have Kinky Cat Daddy from Minnesota. Uh, his to pet from Pittsburgh, who we are not heading that direction this time around. <laughs> Jen from Maryland, not this time around. And Kayla from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And Kayla, you should look for the group Brand Flakes for the song called Kayla. And you'll yeah. see there's a song about you. Aww. It's a pretty wacky song, though. Is it? Brand Flakes are pretty wacky altogether. Brand Flakes is pretty wacky, but Brand Flakes is what kept me walking on one of my trial trial runs not mm-hmm. runs but trial walks for the half marathon yeah. because my iPod got stuck on one song and it was the brand flakes <laughs> and the song is so weird I didn't realize it was repeating right, over right. and over and over <laughs> uh, I see you've got a new tentacle link I do this one was kind of um kind of odd but kind of neat so Ed sent me a link to something on Etsy and it was a nautical map with an octopus in the middle of it yeah. And, you know, maps aren't my thing, but this octopus looked kind of aggressive. <laughs> that would probably look pretty nice on the wall. I bet it would. You know what else? You know what? 
You know what else would look nice on the wall? What's that? Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Smitten Kitten. Smitten Kitten is your online resource and personal guide to all things sex related. They offer over 30,000 unique products and have served the sex positive community for over 10 years. From dildos to lube, you'll find it all at smittenkittenonline.com. And don't forget to use the discount code DANANDDAWN at checkout and get 20% off of your order. Awesome, awesome. All of that stuff would look good hanging off your wall. It would, well, dildos and lube hanging off my wall. I got better uses for dildos and lube <laughs> than directions. But uh, I, I was... How would you feel, though, if you walked into a house and there uh-huh. was a couple dildos sticking... You know, like, sometimes you walk into somebody's house and they've got a deer head yeah. sticking off the wall. <laughs> you could have little mounted dildos of sticking off that, the wall. Of ones that you wore out. Yeah. You killed the dildo. <laughs> so it's up on the wall. That's going in the show notes. <laughs> Dildo I'm, trophy dildos. wall. <laughs> trophy wall. Well, I could put Georgette up there. <laughs> she you doesn't could, really look like a dildo. You could put George up there if you ever find him. If I ever find him. So, oh, please, whoever took George, bring him back <laughs> home. He misses me. <laughs> so, you know, that's something I have to explain to the new... Um, um, I have no clue what to title him yet. I guess I'm going to say boyfriend. Okay. I haven't explained tentacles to him yet. I said something about it yesterday, and I got this funny look. Yes. <laughs> and I just looked at him. I'm like, long story. I'll explain it to you later. <laughs> so, ooh, that's the first time I've used the BF word. I noticed that. <laughs> Did you see me all hesitant yes. over here well, going, oh, I don't it, know what to call it. <laughs> it can be challenging to find the right word to uh, yeah. lock in these people. Yeah. So did you uh, uh, did you have a slow dance with him at the Beyond the Love event? I did. That kind of implies something. I had I don't a slow know. dance. Well, no, it doesn't really imply, imply anything. anything. No. I okay. slow dance with people, but I also had a fast dance with him. But I'd blown out my hip, so here I am, forty six years old. I've blown out my hip. I'm married, and now I have a boyfriend. It just all sounds really weird. <laughs> like, that is our life, my dear. Truth is stranger than fiction. Yes. But it's like, oh, I blew out my hip. But he danced circles around me, literally. So, uh, <laughs> quite literally, literally, yes, yes. They were talking about his, his dancing skill. His dancing skill, yes. Uh, Donna Goddess from the Facebook uh, said hello. And uh, Chip needs new ringtones, who's, by the way, Chip's uh, email address used to be the uh, tentacle, the tentacle guy. guy. And now uh, it's just a... That's because he's been slacking on sending you tentacle pics. But he said he wanted a new ringtone, and I have uh, fixed all the ringtones that are out there on the website, as well as added a new uh, ringtone for that new intro music that we are currently using for our podcast. I'm really sold on that new intro music. No, not a peep from the podcasting audience, whether they like that intro music or not. Huh. Uh, but I think I like it because I remember it in my head. Do, I would hope that the do, one guy that uh, do, 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 recommended do. Incredibox likes it. I hope so, too. That's where that's, we got it. That's, that's how we created it. So maybe gonna... that's why I'm stuck on it, because we made it. There you go. You know, I don't know. So, but willing to try other stuff as well. Sorry. Are you going to mention <laughs> that thing about um, uh, in the middle of the page there? Uh, I probably should. So, Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Their next party is Seasons Beatings, and it's December 17th, if I remember right. It's a Saturday. It'll be held at the Princeton Club in the VIP room. To find out more, go to adventuresinsexuality.org. Don't forget that there's a new contact page on the website where you can find our uh, uh, Facebook, FetLife, 
Twitter, voicemail, and all that other jazz. Yay! Send me a voicemail. I like to hear voices. <laughs> it's so cool. It makes me realize that the people really are real out there. You know? Unlike when you go to events and somebody says, Oh, I just had this happen. Did oh. you? Where at? Uh, at Beyond the Love, somebody mm-hmm. said, Hey, I recognize your voice. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, from the Erotic Awakening podcast. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, that's not it. I was like, you sure? Do you listen to podcasts? Oh, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Never heard of Erotic Awakening. <laughs> so I said, I don't know. Maybe I sound like Grover from the Muppets. I don't know. We should have hung that banner up somewhere a little more prominent. Because Apparently. with Beyond the Love, you know, a lot of people may not have heard of it. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Cool, daddy-o. Uh, <laughs> That, that beginning music still stuck in my head. It's like beatbox. Or... Uh, you can rate us on iTunes if you like. Tweet about us. Lick us on Facebook. Tell your friends. And that takes us into our topic, needs, wants, and desires. Indeed. So needs, wants, and desires. You know, this was a um, concept that we heard about when we first started getting into our relationship. And um, it was actually kind of neat to me because I'd never thought of that when getting into a relationship. Whoa, wait, I'm allowed to say what my needs, I'm allowed to discover what my needs, wants, and desires are? <laughs> that was kind of amazing to me. And um, we sat down and actually spent a lot of time with that. And I had not had the opportunity to do that at any point. I don't know if you did with your recovery um, history before we got together or something like that. Maybe you had an opportunity to look at a little bit of that, but I had never had it. And when you and I got together, I had just started my healing path mm-hmm. and it was just a whole new concept. What does Dawn need in a relationship? What does Dawn need in life? I don't know. So how do you develop such a, a list? Well, um, first we had to define it. Because you and I Good. both were going to do this list separately to see if, if we matched as a couple or if we were just in hot sea lust. <laughs> so we defined it. And the way we defined it was needs are non-negotiable. As in this is, I need this. I, I, this is part of my core. Mm-hmm. And once is, I strongly like this and would really like to have it, but it's negotiable. Or we can find ways of fulfilling it that are odd, but it's still more negotiable. Right. Okay. And then desires is just icing. Yeah. And just to keep it simple, right? Mm-hmm. Needs, non-negotiable. Wants, negotiable. Mm-hmm. Desires, like you said, icing, icing. on the cupcake, right? Um, I love muffins. If I happen to get a cherry on top of my muffin, that would be fantastic. But give me just a muffin. So, so I'm maybe. Sorry, I, I, I well, shouldn't... maybe you need a baked good, but you want. Well, I need a breakfast. Yes, I need, need breakfast. breakfast. I want muffins for breakfast. If they happen to be warm, uh, pecan muffins, that'd be mm. fabulous. But as long as it's food, I'm going to be okay. And if it's a muffin, I'm pretty happy. Mm-hmm. If it just so happens to be this one peculiar muffin, wow, what a bonus. You know you're getting pecan muffins for breakfast all next week, right? Because <laughs> you just mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, I should have come up with something a little better. Uh, although I like pecan muffins, so that yeah. works out pretty good. So for me, so for example, one of the needs that I have, I need to be in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning that I need to have options to physically and emotionally attach to people other than my wife, you. Right. 
whether that's in a power exchange context or in a booty call context or in a growing long-term relationship context, I don't know, but it needs to be in an open relationship. What I need is to be in an open relationship. Mm -hmm. What I want is to be in an open relationship with someone that you like and that you get along with and that you're comfortable with their style of how they live and who they are, um, that if there's a situation where the three of us are going to be at the same place at the same time, it makes sense that we all sleep in the same room and save money, that if you have to take a ride with, you know, if the three of us are going to the same place and the way it breaks out, you and the other person having to ride together, it's not a big deal. Uh, that, would, that would be what I want. And somebody might argue that's a need, but I can't control how you feel. I need you to support me in having an open relationship, but I can't control how you will respond to another human being. Uh, now, if you hated somebody, that's different, right? That, what the want is that you get along well enough with the other person that you enjoy spending some time with them on your own. The desire... You know, and we've talked about this, right? Our des this desire to have this, um, in my case, my desire to have a girl toy that you and me share uh, all levels of aspects with, and we pass her back and forth. And that you, my desire, if it's just me and her, that's cool. If it's just you and her, that's cool. If it's the three of us, that's equally cool, right? That none of those are have any more or less drama than any other situation. Uh, that were sexually compatible and that they're uh, a slave and they shut up when I tell them to shut up without taking it personally. Um, and we can go down that list of what makes it a desire, right? The desire may or may not ever happen in our life. We've gotten close sometimes, um, but it may or may not happen. So the desire is not so important to me. And that's just one example. So that's one example of need want desire, right? Mm -hmm. Do you want do you have an example of a need want desire? Um Wow. See, I would think when I first started this, um I tend to ramble. I'm an, I'm an external processor. <laughs> we went over that over the weekend, so I tend to ramble as well. But um I would think my needs would be very short. And instead, they were what? A page long? Mm -hmm. I mean, once was yeah, probably a page yeah. long, needs was probably a page long, and um, desires, I don't remember having a lot of desires. I ended up boxing them into needs and wants. If I redid that now, I think my needs would be much smaller, you know, that I absolutely need. My wants, who mm -hmm. knows, because I've fulfilled some of my wants, and they're not on that want list anymore. And, and the desires, I think, would actually be a little bit longer. So I think I would classify things a little bit differently. And some people will tell you that needs won't change ever. Mm -hmm. I have found that they kind of do. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes as I change as a person, my needs and wants kind of change a little bit. Now, at my core, at the moment, I also desire an open relationship. Mm -hmm. It's been a little more difficult for me. You desire. Know, I need okay. an open relationship. Sorry. Desire is just kind of that nice, yeah. warm feeling. Yeah, so but a I different need. example? Because um, I just did that one. I don't, I don't want people to get it. I know. I know. Um, I need... See, the example I always give is I need to be cherished. Okay. You know, and some people... That one was just very important to me because I'd never admitted to that before. I didn't realize I needed that. Uh -huh. You know, my first marriage, there was no... 
there was Cherish, but that wasn't why we got together or what I stated I needed. You know, that was about we had moved in together and the grandmothers were throwing a hissy fit. Right. So, you know, we got married because that's what you do. And I'm sure there was some cherishing in there. It wasn't really bad. You know, it wasn't a bad, bad relationship. There was reasons I left. And, um, but to actually sit down and admit that I needed to be cherished. I would put on there now, because I have more words in my vocabulary, mm-hmm. um, I need to be respected. Uh-huh. Um, I need, you know, that's not a one. If I'm not respected in my relationship, then I'm or friendship, or whatever, it's not worth my time right. To, right. to put into it. So, need to be cherished, need to be respected, need to be allowed to work my healing path. Mm-hmm. That's a need. So, let's, let's chew with that one a little bit. Okay. Need to work, be allowed to work your healing path. What mm-hmm. is the want version of that? Like, I want to... I want to... Um, experience being a high priestess. Okay. I mean, that could be a want. It, it would. Tu- um, that one would probably turn into a need at some point. But like right now, I want to experience being a high priestess of sacred sexuality in a more tangible uh-huh. way. Right. So, I mean, I know I am. Right. And I practice it every now and then, but I want something a little more organized for a little while while I teach myself things or put myself in an experience where I will be taught things. Yep. You know, so that that's a want. And um, the desire is that it'll turn out to be really, really cool and hot. And, you know, I get all naughty and, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the role the desire takes. I hear desire and it's like, ha. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. so there's a need, need. See, I would have thought the desire would be, I want to be able to make a living at it in an ethical way. Ooh, wouldn't you that know? be awesome? Uh, yeah. I, you know. And that would be awesome, right? Mm-hmm. That whole, and this is, you know, a lot of our, how can I, I would love to be able to retire to pursue my needs and wants. But, so with presenting, right? Right. Presenting That's what I was this? just thinking, you know, I need to be able to share my story and educate. Okay. I want to at least break even doing it. Yep. I desire to make an ethical living at it so that I can spend my days working on our books and Columbus Insight Center and, you know, and all that type of stuff that I do now, right. but I'm not bringing in any money. So, you know, and I'll have to and look it's for funny, a job. And hopefully not too many event producers are listening to this part because <laughs> I agree with you. The need is to continue to educate, to be out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's not a lot of, um, depending on how you view things, when uh, God built Dan I didn't see didn't like athletic ability no uh, <laughs> intelligence average uh, looks average etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, but the ability the gift of gab the and from a Buddhist perspective the celestial snow lion mm-hmm. you know I have the ability to roar and wake people up I need to continue to pursue that um, if we now we happen to we've we've cut our teeth at this point. We've been doing it for ten years, and we're pretty damn good at it. And we want we expect to break even when mm-hmm. we do this sort of thing. And I want to break even, like you said, right? Right. I want to be respected as a presenter. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to break even, and I want them to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Again, the desire for me, some rich patron says, you know what, <laughs> you guys are doing great work. And the funny thing for me is I don't want them to just give me a million dollars and say, keep doing it. The weird desire for me is like they say, here's 
the same amount you make right now at your current corporate job, quit your corporate job, keep presenting at this schedule like you are now, and you'll continue to have the same amount of money, right? So you stay motivated, you know, so it's like just the respected to say, you know, just keep going, right? That's the desire, right? So the desires can be fantasies. No, the desires can be real sort of things. I desire... Um, you know, you and I are going to Chicago randomly in a couple of days. And one of the things we could do is stop at this, uh, the group, I forget what the group's called, Midwest Swing something something. Mm-hmm. It would be great to say, uh, I want to go to this club, right? The desire to talk about on the way, well, it'd be nice if we met somebody or some buddies and we hooked up and had some kind of a random encounter that would be fun, mm-hmm. right? Might happen, right? Doesn't say desires are always these weird fantasies with patrons. Right. A lot of our desires we have made come true, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of us talking about how... So we should probably step back and tell people, how do you do this? How do you create these lists? So that was, um, like I said, it, some people... I read somewhere recently on a FET post that I was part of, someone wanted to learn how to do this. And someone replied and said, you know, this should take at least a couple of hours. And I was like, oh, my God, there's a person that's done a lot of self-reflection. If they can type all this up in a couple of hours. We took a couple of months. So On just the needs and wants part? Just on on now the full contract was a couple of months. And um, so maybe the needs and wants wasn't that long. It took a significant amount of time. It felt like a long time. But I had to get through a lot of shit, you know. And my walls and my junk had been totally smashed right before you and I got together. So I was still picking up the pieces and trying to figure out which pieces I wanted to keep and which pieces I didn't want to keep. So I had to, to look at that. So here's a fun, here's a fun little thing. Okay. Because right? I don't know, at this point, we do have this level of self-awareness. One of the ways that I would recommend you do this is you just take a piece of paper and write, I need. Mm-hmm. And maybe you set a timer for five minutes and you just keep writing. Write, 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 write. No matter what, you just keep writing, writing, writing. And there's mm-hmm. a style, this is a style of... Uh, auto journal psycho Mm -hmm. blah blah i can't remember what it's called obviously to make you reflect do the same thing for i want i desire i think you just do that as more of a fun thing Mm -hmm. i Um, desire a double penetration scene Woohoo! no i want it (laughs) i was gonna say where is that i don't need it but i want it i need the opportunity to look to make that happen you know i need to be with someone to to where i can support right 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 because it may or may not ever happen because Mm -hmm. it's a want you know, it's a want, but I, it's almost borderline desire. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. anyway, but totally agree with you. Do the, do the freestyle writing. Sorry, that one just popped in my head. It's been a fantasy for a long time. And um, it's per- come pretty damn close to being put together recently, and that's kind of yes. scary. But um, <laughs> um, 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 so, yeah, the free form writing. And maybe don't even concentrate on the difference between need and want. I would recommend that you do do? continue the mantra of I need, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. need. And then take that and set it aside for a while. You know, and look at what you, for me, I looked at what I didn't receive in past relationships or growing up or whatever. And, you know, I looked at what I didn't get that I really wanted. Stuff that I thought would make me more empowered. You know, Mm -hmm. so I Mm -hmm. I looked at that as well. And like I said, that for me, that took a lot of self-reflection because I ended up burying it so that I wasn't hurt by not having it. So then Mm -hmm. you got to look. I had to go through some of the hurt 
to pull it up and look at it. And I had to cry over a couple of things. I didn't get this even though I needed it. So I shoved it down. Now I have to pull it up and dust it off again. Realize I didn't get it when I wanted it. Do a little crying right. over it, and then put it down in writing. I, you know, I, I'm going to agree. There's a lot of value in that because I had to do the same. I had to look back at my previous relationships and, and look at why they sucked. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't feel respected. I didn't feel like honesty was being kept. I didn't feel like I could be myself. I didn't feel like I could be silly. I didn't feel like I could be this. I could do that. And to look at those and go, wow, that made the relationship suck. So mm-hmm. let me put address those things in either a need or a want. Uh, some of them legitimate needs, some of them are just our wants. Yeah. So, and but just that little thing reminded me of something that I need. I need transparency. Yeah. So for me, anything that's not transparent, and um, of course I want to quantify that for the most part. But no, I I like transparency. I need transparency. Otherwise, it feels like a secret. Right. You know, even if it's being held in so as not to hurt my feelings or something like that, I I need that. And if it means that I get a little wonky in response to the transparency that's being shown to me. Mm-hmm. I just need I need for that person to be okay with it being a little wonky until it's okay. See, we had we started a conversation earlier today. Yeah. About uh, that. And yeah. We're going to come back to that later. Transparency okay. wise, I'm totally digging that. Right, and that's right. even more um, becomes more important to me. Uh, I think that it was Grey Dancer who originally said this, and maybe he got it from somewhere else, or maybe I'm misremembering completely, but um, he said something about, you know, by nature, who I am, the authentic who I am, is a champion of healthy sexuality and healthy sexuality teaching. Mm-hmm. That's the authentic me. Mm-hmm. For me to portray myself as anything less, and now I'm totally butchering what he said, <laughs> you know, is uh, not good. Yeah. So I dig the transparency thing. And I need, I need, and okay, so two things here. I always put in my needs, I put I need, I need, I need, Dawn, mm-hmm. Dawn needs. Yeah. And not necessarily Dawn needs from someone else. So for instance, I need to be transparent to my partner. Mm-hmm. I need to feel like he's being transparent to me. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's not like I'm putting the needs on you and what you can provide. You know, I need transparency in my life. Right. I need transparency in my relationship. Not, I need Dan to blah, 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 blah. No, yeah. it's more about my feelings and, and what yep. I need. So, And I need to trust the other person. Now, that can take a couple of forms as in, I know that Dawn does not trust a lot of people right? There's really not much the other person can do about that. So if I'm having issues with trusting people and I need to be able to trust people, then maybe I I need to go to psychotherapy for a little while. I may need to go to some sort of workshop or whatever, because I know that's a need in my life and I need to make that happen for one. So it gets and that's complicated. A, no, that's a great. Paul Callout, for example, we, we talked earlier, I need to be, I need to be in an open relationship, mm-hmm. right? That doesn't translate to Dawn has to go find me people. Right. Right. All I need is the support to be there. Whether And then I got to do a lot of the footwork mm-hmm. to make things happen uh, if I want to a whatever I want. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things that I wrote down here that's really important. So to do all this, you have to start off with this great level of courage. 
Because you've got oh, to look yeah. at yourself and say, I need, so for example, I need this amount of sex. I need this amount of um, spiritual blah, blah. I need to be free to be silly. I need... That actually ended up in our contract. I love that. When people see you silly at events, sometimes, like a leather event, they'll look at me and some, somebody will look at me and go, your master's being silly. And I just respond with, yeah, it's in his contract. <laughs> if, I had, if I was going to do that list today, I would write something along the lines of, I need the opportunity to train slaves that I pick, right? Meaning, if I, and we did this not long ago, I came across a slave. Well, you were actually on board with this slave. Regardless of if you're on board with it or not, if mm-hmm. I see something that I need to pursue, then I'm going to pursue it. Mm-hmm. I need you to understand that. I want you to be supportive of that decision, but I don't need you to be supportive. Mm-hmm. I need you to get out of the fucking way. Mm-hmm. I want you to be supportive, but I need you to let me, you know, to stay out of the way and, and do it. Um, and my desire is that you are uh, a part of that training, right? I don't know where I got off on that tangent. <laughs> the point I was trying to make earlier was it's about courage in that you have to be courageous enough to look at yourself in the mirror and identify these are the things I need, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you have this niggling feeling that you might be attracted to same-sex relationships, but that's been something that's always been, you've had a lot of doubt about, and your partner might respond poorly to that or society might respond poorly to that. But that's a need. You need to be able to look at that with courage and be able to write that down. I need to figure out the hell's going on there. That every time I look at uh, Johnny Depp's ass, I get a woody <laughs> or whatever, right? Right. Um, the funny thing is in our list, I don't think we've addressed that in our list at all. What's that? Sexuality? I think we just took it to say I need to be allowed to express myself sexually however that wish is right Mm -hmm. Uh, i think i'm a little bit slowly moving closer to bisexual than maybe i have in the past i'm not sure why i think that okay i don't know if it's true or not because i'm still not getting the the one the hard or wet pussy test still doesn't work for being Mm -hmm. with guys most but if you know again i need to if i need to walk down that path I don't need to walk down it. Right. Right? Um, so the, the thing that I recommend, though, is sometimes we'll say we when we're talking about our needs, wants, and desires. When you first make the list, make sure it's I. Absolutely. The we, as a couple, have some needs and wants and desires as well. They just happen to match what we need individually. You know what I mean? So we need to educate. Uh-huh. Because it's both on, on both of our individual well, things. So... It would be a difficult to have a relationship that's lasted 12 years if all of our needs were askew, mm-hmm. right? Some of those, so here's the fun that, part yeah. is you take these lists and you bring them together and you say, I need to this. And your partner says, well, I need, and this is if you do it with a partner. Right, I absolutely right. recommend you do this by yourself, right? Because mm-hmm. that will really help you find a partner that matches who, mm-hmm. what's going to be a long-term happy solution for you. But you and I came together with our list, and we both needed this. We both needed that. We're like, well, good. Because, again, if there's a need that's in conflict, again, these are not negotiable things. You might say, well, down the road, maybe it'll change. 
Maybe, mm, maybe, but maybe it but won't. If won't. I had a need that I want more children, and you had a need that I want the children, I don't want to be done with children raising. Uh, that would probably be the kind of thing that you should really look at the relationship. Is it going to last? Is it a valuable or a relationship that's going to last any amount of time? And because, and of course, I'm using that one from personal experience. Right, right. I know. That's what I was, I was going to mention that, but didn't want to say anything. And then, you know, like, like the big one, you need to be in an open relationship. If I had to come back and said, no, I really thought about it and I need to be monogamous or vice versa. Well, they're the, the, but if your need is that I am monogamous. Right. Right. We do certainly know I some polymodo people, mm-hmm. but I need a monogamous partner. Right, 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 right. right. So, you know, and, and you really have to look at that. And that's scary when you do that with, with yeah. a partner, seeing, because if there's any huge things there, I need to do my drugs every Saturday night, and here you are clean and right. can't have it. In, you know, th- there's some big obvious red flags Absolutely. that things may Absolutely. not work. I need a partner that... Uh, respects and cherishes my conservative Christian views, right? If the other person says, well, I need to uh, pursue my hatred of the church, right? that's going to be cause for conflict. Mm-hmm. And you might say, well, love will help us work these things out. And maybe that's so for a while, but it would be very challenging. You know what? You either, I'm not even going to put the judgment of it's going to kill the relationship or it's not. It's just nice to know going into it. <laughs> right. And going into it without blinders of, uh, with love casting a soft, fuzzy glow over that, right? Mm-hmm. Look at them as facts. It's no different. I live in Philadelphia. You live in Australia. That's a fact that impacts our relationship, right? right? Everybody would acknowledge, oh, yeah, that's going to impact your relationship. Maybe one day we'll move in together. Maybe we can use Skype. Maybe we'll use email. That's great. But still impacts your relationship. Mm-hmm. So, and, and again, not trying to pick on your situation. <laughs> I didn't even think about that when I said it. <laughs> I so did that's when funny. you started talking about it. All right, so that's needs. Anything else on needs and wants to turn into quite the interesting conversation? Yeah, but it is interesting, and it's something that you and I cover in one of our workshops to a small degree. I after being together 12, 14, 15 years. You know, sometimes it's nice to just go back and reflect and see what our needs and, mm-hmm. and wants are. And because I was I'd, actually going to make you stop. Yeah. And do what needs and wants. Yeah. And then start the podcast again. It, oh, see, I, I don't know that I could do it because things percolate in my head. Yes, I don't know. Yes. The whole transparency thing. Oh, my God, that's a huge one. But I didn't remember it until you were talking about something else. And then I'm like, oh, my God, how did I forget that? I tell that to people all the time but forgot while I was on the air. You, you had mentioned in our, uh, when we thought to do this podcast, we grabbed the Living MS book that you and I wrote and said, well, we'll just read it out there. <laughs> but there's, there's a good part in there about needs and wants, but it could be expanded on. I think we need to expand on it. Maybe a Living MS too? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, so that's that. Uh, anything else you want to say about that? I don't think so. Me either. We have I'm to done. go to the Leather Community Dinner, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you'll say, damn it, I missed it. Because I ain't, <laughs> ain't no way I'm getting this out before we have to go. So, And we have to take care of poor Ginger. Yeah. She had her first doggy oh, daycare. Uh-oh. Oh, she's up here on the couch okay. in my warm spot. She's making it warm. But she had her first day of doggy daycare today. It's quite and she's traumatic quite for her. tuckered out. Yes. What? Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. <laughs>